couple years down the road, uh, you're writing for Saturday Night Live. How? You, um, <clears throat> you know, you know people who know people, and okay. somebody saw you and asked you to submit a thing, and they liked what you submitted. Well, our friend writes for that show too. Maybe, yeah, maybe I mean, Andrew you, puts you in know, a good word. Yeah, there, there, there are people who vouch for you, and nice. Ultimately, you get hired based on your own merit. Nice, right? What you submitted to them was exactly what they wanted, and they hired you. Uh you're. It's like that's going really well. You know what I mean? You've got this cool New York apartment. You're doing stand up all over the city. Cool. That starts to like go really well too, you know. Okay. People start uh, taking notice. You're getting offers to like audition for things. Things are on the ascent. And then uh, Lauren Michaels passes away. Okay. What's my relationship with him like? Great. You were like his next little golden boy, you know. Really? Yeah. He was working with people to like get you into more things. Wow. He believed in you. And he pushed you to be better, okay. you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess. You had a great relationship with him is what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, at his funeral, um, this is something he asked for. At the end of his funeral, all the living cast members came up and they played the music like from the end of uh, the episode. And they all just like waved. <laughs> they waved everybody off. <laughs> How long? Is a song. I mean, <laughs> they had to play it a couple times just to get that many people out of the room. Jeez. You know, but then only when everybody, only when like the room was empty, could you guys leave? Okay. So that was like the plan, right? People were filing out, you know, you, uh, you're pretty emotional about it. Yeah. And it's like a big deal. You know, it's like being streamed online. People are aware of it. You know, all these like who's who of, of people in comedy were like giving speeches and saying like really wonderful things. And it was like a celebration of who he was as a person and, and as a career, you know. Cool. Um, and we so all like, gotta go sometime. Yeah, man, it happens. Mm -hmm. So it's like <clears throat> people are filing out, the song starts playing, and uh, you fart. <laughs> what? You are crying. And you fart, and it's so bad that it knocks uh, Sarah Silverman into the casket. Jeez. Which, like, tumbles open and, like, rolls across the floor. Oh, no. And it turns out Lauren Michaels below the waist was bionic. But right? And then everybody just, like, hates you. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, it's, like, televised. <clears throat> like, it's fucking everywhere, you know. People are going up to people saying, like, uh, hey, have you ever been to Dean Town? And then they just fart right in front of their face. <sighs> you know what I mean? People are making shirts. Shirts? Take, take me to Dean Town. <laughs> and it's got a picture of, like, a, a little baby boy with, like, a, a fart, like, a poof coming oh, out of his God. ass. And then, except it's got your face, like, looking at him. Right? People How are just is like, this legal? Huh? How is this legal? <clears throat> I don't know. It's just people making fun of you. But, like, all right. So, either way. It's my <clears throat> face. Huh? But it's my face. They can't use my face. I mean, you're like a, you're like a, not like a celebrity, but you're like a public figure, you know? 
They can put your face on something. All right. Point being, <clears throat> people do. You become like a viral sensation. And and basically, like, you get kicked out of New York City. I'm, just, I'm never allowed there again. You cancel from comedy. Jeez. Even you come back to your landlord just standing at your at your front door going, why'd you do it to Lauren? Why didn't... I wasn't trying Visibly to. in tears, he storms okay. off. Doesn't answer your phone. Why weeks. would anyone care? I don't know, it's just a pretty, like, terrible thing to do, I but guess. But why would they care that much? <clears throat> because it was just, like, how brazen you were about it. You I gotta know what I feel mean? like half the comedians who do comedy, I feel like half of them probably don't even like that guy. No, because uh, once he, he, had a, he, had a, he had an illness that kind of came on pretty quickly, but once he was diagnosed, he spent, like, the last six months of his life just being very charitable and, like, giving... Like he gave all of his money away to like boys and girls clubs and you know impoverished communities. He had like a real shift in how he wanted to end his life. Well, and he became like <clears throat> sort of a. They, they, I mean, there's like a biography about him, and there there's a movie that's in the works. You know, he became like a really beloved figure, especially like the last six months of his life. And you uh, just ruined his fucking funeral. <laughs> And made the entire world discover that half his body was bionic. Yeah. I mean. <clears throat> and you didn't even like, you're like, what? Does anyone ever address the bionic thing? No. <clears throat> no one. No. So you end up leaving, right? Okay. You sure. leave. I'm gone. You, the, you like, people are at the city limits just like fucking with signs saying get the fuck out. You know what? Deuces. Up. I got my fucking middle finger <clears throat> out that goddamn window. I'm flicking off the entirety of New York City. You flick it. You, you flick. I need to just hear like a, like pop of a gun and you feel that bullet just graze Jeez. that fingernail and you look back in your rear view there's a man in an all black suit who says come back next time I'll take the rest of that finger alright well I guess I bring my hand in immediately and put the window up that's horrifying you that's look at it and you're like you know I needed to trim this anyways and he took the exact amount you would have normally taken okay <laughs> To the point that it looks like all the other ones on your hand. Okay, you know? great. <clears throat> Thanks. I guess. So you drive. Uh, you move back to Virginia, right? Mm -hmm. You move back home. You're like, I'm going to take six months. I got to collect myself. I got to figure out what to do now. You have to like hit a hard reset on your life. Well, fucking yeah. <clears throat> so you move home. You stay in like your old bedroom, your first night. Your first night back at home, you go to sleep. You sleep like the dead. You don't remember any of your dreams. You, it was just like eight hours of black, you know. You start to hear the, the alarm. You come out of it. You hit the snooze button. Yeah, as I often do. You wake up in like a really bright room, like a really bright space. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, it kind of takes you a minute to adjust. And there's a man standing in front of you. And he he's like several colors, mostly like 
the red, blue, this guy, <clears throat> purple, violet spectrum. You know, oh, god damn it. He's a, but he's a man. He's wearing like a suit, but yeah. everything is made of lint. Sure. And you kind of come to. He's like uh, sitting there, kind of leaned up against a, a countertop. He's reading a, a newspaper, but everything's made of lint. What do you do? I go, what the fuck? I probably go, what the <clears throat> fuck? He kind of turns and he goes, oh, hey, Pat. Who are you? He goes, it's me, buddy. Your snooze monster. Ah, yeah. Thought so. Um, what the, What's <clears throat> going on? He goes, oh, I don't know. Just had a pretty good day at the track the other day. And he kind of turns over. The paper that's made of lint, and you see like a big one that's circled with like a bunch of dollar signs. <laughs> paper is made of lint, and there's lint writing on the. Yeah, you can like tell, you can make it out. All it's right. made in like single fibers, you know. So he goes, uh, yeah. So you hit the you hit the snooze. Hey, look, last I heard a lot of things going wrong. How you doing? How you been? Could be better. <clears throat> he goes, yeah, that's what I hear. How did you hear that? You're a lint. You're a piece of lint. It's because I'm your snooze monster, silly. All right. He goes, you okay? You got another eight minutes. You look up on the wall. There's a clock counting down from nine minutes. Okay. What What? What do you want from me? He goes, what do you want from me? You hit the snooze. Okay. What is there something that you can help me with? He goes, look, I heard what was going on. Yeah. I heard about exactly what happened. He goes, Mr. Michaels, rest in peace. But, uh, you know, I don't think it was uh, a crime and I don't think it was something you meant to do. He goes, we just need to we need to clean it out. Yeah. Well, I thanks, man. I, <clears throat> I it, you're right. I wasn't I didn't mean to do it. I had no idea that was going to happen. If I knew that was going to happen, I would have held it in. He goes, I'll tell you what. What? Give me 24 hours. See me tomorrow. All right. He sits back down. He goes, we got like seven more minutes. You want anything? Um, you gonna read uh, this paper? What, what do you have available? He goes, I don't know. I'll have to look around, see what I got. What are you, what are you looking for? Do you have any water? <clears throat> he goes, yeah, I think I can get some water. He leans, bends over. He starts <laughs> hacking up a you bunch know of what? lint. I'm actually good. He goes, I got it. Just a second. No, he I, just hacks up. He's It's like so loud. He's just hacking up lint. He uh, slowly shapes it into like a shovel, and he starts like digging into the lint. Right? And there's like a pile of lint there, and he keeps digging into it. And you see that there's like a the section that he keeps digging into gets like a little bit darker. And then he like blows a snot rocket and he puts it's like a pipe and he like jams it into the soil. All right. He turns a little nozzle on it. I he, hate uh, this guy. He uh, picks his uh, picks his nose and he forms it into a glass and he holds the the glass underneath the faucet and he gives you his cup. He goes, "Here you go." I take a sip. Fuck it. Fuck it. You look at it. It looks like lint, okay, and you put it in your mouth, and it feels like lint. But as soon as it's in your mouth, it turns into just this ice cold. Crystal clear yeah. water. It quenches your thirst immediately to the point that it's almost too much to drink anymore. Wow. 
Thanks, he goes, bud. He goes, yeah, no problem. <clears throat> so See, what do you do when, um, like, when I'm not hitting the snooze alarm? <clears throat> you're just, like, in here? Or what do you do? He goes, yeah, I'm just, you know, learning and reading. and what Learning from what? He goes, uh, the cosmos. Wow. He, he goes, look, I, I can try to explain a little more tomorrow. Okay. Well, goes, I'm just making conversation. 24 hours. Okay. okay. Thank you. Goodbye. He goes, see you later. You sit down. You kind of, you can like fall asleep inside of that, that, uh, that snooze. Alarm, oh, wow. And then you kind of come to, and you sit up. And the coldest droplet of water just trickles down your fucking cheek. <laughs> so I know it's real. I mean, I guess. Yeah. What do you do that day? Um, I guess I just try to go about my day like normal. Uh, you know what I would do? Honestly, I think I would like... Um, You're back home. Yeah, I would definitely... <clears throat> I'd play some banjo, I think. And then I would go to... Um, what is that place called? The kebab place. I don't remember the name, but it's on Chambridge Road. There's a new kebab place in town. Yeah. It's called Bob's Kebabs. <laughs> Bob's and Kebabs. And the song is the only one that's balls, 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 balls. <laughs> it's Blue Moon. But just that part where it sounds like they're saying Bob's Kebabs. Wait, they play that in the commercial? <clears throat> like in the store. What, who would go there? I mean, it's not very loud. Okay. I would. Balls, balls. That's what just, they just. I would put on headphones balls, and I would go there. And I would get a kebab. Um, I would probably call. I don't. Who lives in Virginia still? Oh, my friend Brian Crane. Um, his son is my godson. So I would call him and be like, "Hey, I'm just kind of bumming around town right now. What are you up to?" He goes, "Oh, I got the I got the kid today. Can I come by?" Uh, he goes, uh, "We're actually gonna we're going to a zoo." Oh, cool! What zoo? The William Washington Memorial Zoo. What is that? It's a memorial zoo in town for William Washington. Who is that? He was the the guy who um, <clears throat> he created the design for the crosswalk that's used everywhere, like the ladder, you know? It's the most boring thing. Yeah. Okay. But before that, it was just like one straight line. <laughs> Sounds like chaos. And people were getting picked off left <laughs> and right. And then he came along, created the ladder. And then, you know, some some people go to like a two lane, you know, or like a two a two stripe where it creates a lane. But he was more of a ladder man because he's he really wanted to like set the dynamic that hey, people are crossing here. Okay, I don't need to know any of this. But I, you this asked is, why this is you asked why it was the name of the thing. zoo. What a shitty accomplishment. I mean he saved a lot of lives, Pat. That's a pretty shitty thing to say. <sighs> Whatever. So the William Washington Memorial Zoo. That's what he tells you where he's going. All right. Um Okay. Uh care if i tag along or yeah you know it's not the best time right now oh, okay you know but uh I'll, when i'm free i'll let you know okay okay say hi to the the kids and to your wife was, uh, i certainly will <clears throat> he goes i'll talk to you soon goodbye goodbye hangs up he named his son after me hmm. the first word his son ever said was shithead <laughs> patrick no yep all right. Um, okay. So you're Bob's kebabs. Yeah. I guess there's no one else to like hang out with because I don't think even beyond him. So you eat your meal at Bob's kebabs. Yeah. You go back home. You play the banjo. Yeah. I could just fuck around. You mill around. You get to have a few beers. 
Yeah. You know? I mean, what's, is my like mom and dad, are my mom and dad around or? No. Okay. Uh, where are they? They're, uh, they're out for the night. They're out at a, at a restaurant. Um, you know what, man? I guess I go into our living room and I lie down on the couch. On the couch. Got a couple beers in you. Take out my phone. Start playing some music, I think. So you start playing some music, right? Gets to be pretty late. You got the TV on. You're just watching like a food network. You know what I mean? It's like a marathon of a, it's a marathon of this go (laughs) show called watch this guy almost die. (laughs) And it's like a guy who does like really dangerous food challenges. Okay. Like one of them is like, there's a restaurant in Durham, North Carolina, where if you eat seven black widows, you get a free entree and a side. Okay. And this guy fucking does it. All right. So, but it's like a whole season of that. And he survived all of them, thankfully. <laughs> That's wild. But, yeah, there's been a couple touch and go moments. You know what? That actually sounds kind of. I would might actually watch that. That sounds kind of. They uh, at the end of every episode, they have like a. Let's see how far we've come. And they show him like at the beginning of the season when he's like all bright eyed and healthy. And then they show him like throughout the season. And he's like at one point he like loses a finger. Uh, his like jaw is like being eaten at by some sort of thing. You know, uh, some disease, flesh thing. It just. Sometimes they make you fuck with animals and, you know, it's just not a good situation. So there's like visual progress to see how bad he's doing, but he's still just taking on these really deadly eating challenges. All right. So you're watching this fucking show. You fall asleep. Yeah. Right. You wake up on the couch. You look at your phone. It's like 3.30. Fuck. You go to bed. You lay down. Your, uh, Your snooze alarm goes off in the morning. I hit it. You hit it. You come to in a big bright room, right? Take the same a, one as before? Yeah. It takes a minute for your eyes to adjust. Uh, and the lint man's there? Yeah, he's standing there. He's He's got a couch. He's like, there's a clear like a couch, you know? Is the couch also made of lint? Yeah. Everything you see is made of lint. <laughs> All right. Except that for is, like the walls, which are this like metal. It's such a, it's such a like upsetting detail about this, that everything's of, of lint. Yeah. I mean, he's made of lint. Like, sure. Okay. I go, yeah. hey, what's up, man? Nice he, couch. He goes, well, you see that there's like somebody else on the couch. What? There's another person on the couch. Yeah. Uh, he goes, uh, Pat, I've got somebody here who I think can help you. And uh, you're kind of like your eyes like kind of come to and you see that on the couch is like, like kind of like an older woman. Um, kind of dressed like a. Like a like an old think of like an old British nurse. Okay. You know, that exact kind of look. But she's all like various shades of one color. And she she has like a shine about her. And she looks very stiff and rigid. And she just kind of like click clock click clops like side to side walks over to you. Yeah. And she's made she's a solid piece. And she says Hello, Patrick. My name is Fanny Negative. Fanny Negative? Fanny Negative. <laughs> uh, and uh, your, your snooze monster goes, uh, she's me, but for the washing machine. She's made of soap. You know, just so you're kind of aware. I'll catch you up. 
Thanks, man. And uh, this is a lot. She tells you that um, she is a fisher of the time stream. What? She's a fisher of the time stream. You're a piece of soap. She says that there are there are entities all across our universe who can dip into and out of the time stream. And you're one of them. And I'm one of them. You're a talking piece of soap who can dip into the time stream. She says, oh, certainly. All right. Well, I guess that's this is what reality is now. This is my life. This is the hellish fucking life that I'm stuck in. I'm talking to a piece of soap who has uni- some sort of weird universe power. And then the lint guy. I mean, all of this is the worst this is so upsetting. What do you want me to do? She says that um, she can dip into the time stream. Her thing is that she she cleans like a lot of stains and smells. I bet. Uh, that she can remove your fart from the time stream. Like it will have never have ever happened. She can go to that exact moment in time. And save, when, that, yeah. when that fart comes out. Save my career. She can get it. And you can reset your life from that point forward. I would love to do that. I think that's a good idea. She says, all I need from you. She goes, I need a jar of your tears. I need a jar of your urine. And I need a jar of your excrement. And a jar of your uh, semen. May I ask why? She goes... She kind of smiles at you. Her face, like she's clearly made of soap, you know? Yeah. She's like a woman carved out of soap. And she says, that's for me to know. And she smiles at you. Okay. You know what? Yeah. This, this, yeah. Yep. I'll do it. So she, uh, I need my life back. She kind of like leans over and she just like hocks up a bunch of soap out of her mouth and she forms it into these four like vials. Yeah. She like puts a, like a string on every one of them and she puts them around your neck and she goes, come back tomorrow and we'll get started. And then she smiles at you and she winks and then you kind of fall asleep in the dream and you wake up and around your neck are four vials. Yeah. There's like a rope around each one, and then it's like a glass vial with like a cork plug. Yeah, okay. The first thing I do is jack off. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have, cause I have to get my semen. Yeah. So I give that, because then so you right afterward, I'm going to have to pee a little bit, so that way I can knock out two in like, let's be honest, like five minutes. So you can, uh, so that's the plan? Yeah. So you fire one off into the tube number one? As quick as I can. It, uh, with urgency when you as soon as any of it gets in there the tube just kind of fills up okay oh good okay so you're not gonna have to fill like a several ounce tube that would take days yeah so i got the the semen out of the way and the piss out of the way it needs you, my shit and my yeah. tears yeah all right well it's the morning time you have a cup of coffee yep just, i just i i just speed that along get a little bit in there fills yep. it up okay it is warm to the touch. Okay, there's. I no, I no. I mean, you're holding it in this. your hand. You're holding it in your hand. Pat. Okay, great. You feel it fill up. Great. And you even kind of go, whoa. No, I fucking don't. That's how warm it gets. Almost too hot to hold. 
So you have <laughs> one empty vial left. It's just my tears. Yeah. All right. I wash my hands immediately okay. for like five minutes. And then um, what is going to make me cry? I guess. I don't really cry that often. Um, oh, here's what I do. I get drunk. Yeah. Okay. And I watch the ending of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. Yeah. With all the. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to talk about it right now, but yeah. yeah. I know. I know what you mean. What a hell of an ending, man. That yeah. movie was so good. So you, uh, you get fucking shit housed. You put on Guardians of the Galaxy 2. He may be your father, but he's not your daddy. Yeah. Holy shit. You get to that point, that part, you say it along, like word for word, a tear rolls down your cheek. The part, yeah, the part where his friend, um, like sees the, uh, the fireworks go off and he realizes what's happening and he goes, yeah. Ah, and he cries a little bit. That's yeah. what's going to do it to me, dude. That's what is going to do me in. Those tears just roll down your fucking cheek. Damn. You scoop one into the jar, it fills up. When they fill up, it kind of tightens around your neck. All right. Like, it doesn't like hurt or anything, but it just like tightens up around your neck. What do you do for the day? Well, there's not a lot to do. Uh, I know that Brian will contact me when there's a night we can do something. I don't, I'm tr- I mean, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's someone I'm forgetting, but I don't remember who else is, is back in Northern Virginia. So I guess I just have a, a day to myself. I think I'm, you know what? I'm going to go to the library. So you go to the library, you walk in with those vials around your neck and people are like, you okay, man? Like it's like tight up against your neck. I'm like, yeah, I appreciate it. I'm good. Everybody just fucking staring at you because it looks like you have piss and shit around your neck. I do. So you spend time in the library, but people are just like definitely like taking pictures of you. Like, look at this guy. Like, it's just weird. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And uh, they're getting posted online. People recognize it as you immediately and start getting tagging you. You know, it's pretty quick. Uh, so. It's kind of a gross thing. You go home that night, have a few more beers at home, fuck around on the internet. You put on an old WrestleMania and you go to sleep. Okay. That's what I fall asleep to? Yeah. As soon as the alarm goes off, I hit thing. it. So you hit it again. You wake up in that same like very bright room. You can see the 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 snooze monster in front of you, and you can see uh, he's a monster. This no, the snooze monster. Yeah. that's what people call him. It's just a little disconcerting. I mean, he's always been very kind to you. Well, that's what I'm saying. I just well, I don't know why he's called a monster then. Because maybe you know, people are sheep, and they run with an idea. Okay, you think Man, that to yourself. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, I'm not. So. uh Fanny Negative is standing there in front of you. Yeah. And she goes, okay. And she holds her hand out. One by one, they loosen off of your neck and they kind of float up into her hand. Wow. And she puts them like into her, her breast pocket. My blood, my piss, my semen, my tears. Uh, No blood. There's no blood in there. Uh, My shit. Your shit, piss. Piss. 
Te- tears and jizz. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Okay. So you have all four all four vials. They all she puts them in her breast pocket and she goes, Okay, come with me. Thank you. And uh this news monster sort of raises a glass and he goes, See you later, kiddo. And the glass is made of lint. Okay. And, but you see that there's like steam coming out of the top of it. He blows it off. Steam? Yeah. He just made coffee. Oh, all right. So he's like reading the paper that morning. Okay. There's a door that opens up in the back of the uh, the barrel of the of the dryer, what you assume it is. Uh-huh. And it opens up into like a brilliant green meadow. And at the bottom of like like this rolling part of the meadow is a stream. It's a stream? Crystal, yeah, it's crystal clear. Okay. And uh, Fanny Negative says, this is the time stream. <laughs> okay. And she has you kind of walk with her until you find the exact day that that happened. And she goes, you're with me, so you'll be okay. She goes, just drink from the stream. And you look down, and you can see in the stream itself is like the moment of you farting. Yeah, and, and Sarah Silverman yeah. knocking over the... yeah. yeah. Revealing that Lauren Michaels was bionic from the waist down. I don't get why you keep bringing that. Like, is that is that supposed is that important? Is that a? I'm just telling you what happens. So okay. you uh, you both drink from the time stream, right? And you're instantly transported to that moment in that in that that area, like the funeral, as people were leaving, and everything is frozen in time. And you look down, and uh, Fanny like gets right up next to like you in that world and she goes okay this might be unpleasant yeah and she gets on her knees and she pulls a straw out puts it in her mouth she pulls your pants down from behind yeah and she puts the straw up against your asshole and you like when she does that it's like the you there you feel it yourself yeah and she goes here we go all right and uh, she kind of like snaps her fingers. Yeah. And then reality plays out where you fart into the straw. And then she pauses it again as soon as that farts out of your body. And then like pulls your pants up. Holds her breath in. Doesn't say a word. <laughs> okay. And then walks back over to you. Yeah. And she kind of like points back up and you look up and you can see out into like that meadow and she releases the fart and she like flies to the ceiling like out through the meadow and you kind of hold on to her leg she uses, <laughs> she uses the fart to propel her out back out of the time stream okay and she goes okay uh, she goes from this point forward you're back in your old life I'll be seeing you yeah Thank you, you see that she walks, you know, you guys both enter the uh, the drum again of the uh, of the dryer. And then uh, you're looking and like six minutes is left on the clock. The news monster goes six minutes. Then, uh, yeah, I don't know when I'll see you next. It's, it's always fun. Don't forget about me. I won't. Yes. Ah, you say that every time. He's what? kind of uncomfortably stares at you. What do you mean by that? He goes, never mind. Okay. You guys spend the next like three minutes in total silence, just kind of like passively, passively aggressively staring like uh, at not at each other. Okay. That is so. You wake up and it's the, the morning so yeah. of Lauren Michael's funeral. All right. You go to the funeral, right? 
you uh everything goes fine you know that moment passes you don't end up farting you actually kind of in the moment feel like oh man that was weird i thought i had to fart you kind of like say that to yourself like kind of like out loud and sarah silverman's like you almost what and she like slaps you you know you guys uh you guys all leave you um (laughs) she slapped me for because you said something dumb okay you know so you guys all leave uh Everything keeps going great in your life for like another three years. You know, you're still writing and uh, your your uh, movie career kind of takes off a little bit. Wow. You do a couple of things. You're able to like help your friends out and give them opportunities they normally wouldn't have. Cool. For like another decade, right? And then uh, one day you're back home just driving along in this brand new Mercedes. Nice. Brand new. You've got so many Mercedes at this point. You have like four or five. Really? So you're like, I'm a Mercedes man. I've never been a car guy. So you... Um, it's weird. Yeah. But you know, with all this money you have from yeah. all your wealth, you've accrued quite a few things. So you're driving along back home and there's a... Uh, like you're... It's like kind of like a country road that you're driving on. Yeah. You're you're driving on this road and then there's a, uh, there's a truck that's like tipped over. Okay. It's a banana truck. And there's just bananas all over the road. Uh-oh. And you drive the Mercedes into it. No. And you fly off of the hill and uh right towards uh right towards the like the shore. And you look down and coming up straight at you is just like the pointiest fucking rock you've ever seen. No goddamn. As soon as you recognize that it's a rock, you take in one sharp exhale, and then the, the tip of the jagged one just pierces the windshield and fucking pins your head to the, the fucking seat. You die. You can only beat the time stream for so long, you know? No, I don't know. <laughs> I hate the jagged one so much. The jagged one. Fanny negative. Fanny negative. Yeah. All right. 